What are you doing? Giving you half my cookie. Why? Make you feel better. Jesus. Scared of everything, but I'm making it punk a small town. I only drink to get drunk, don't go out much. Cause there's too many bugs, and I'm way too obsessed with death to do any drugs. Six girls on Alphabet Road. Five, one. Do you think that I'll grow anymore? Nah. That's probably it. I guess Ellen was right. Sick to my stomach being a Los Angeles sports fan because the Russell Westbrook trade is still haunting. Yep. This day. Yep. All right. All right. Jesus fucking Christ. Can we get a. Can, all right. How many ESPN fucking segments do we have to hear about this goddamn team? You guys aren't. You guys lost in the Western Conference Finals. Congratulations. Sorrow. should have called me after game four. I was so into that game. But I really, really still had the hope that they'll come back and win. But hey, um... Next year. I, um... Have a question for you. Alright. Um... You know, your Dodgers team right now is about, like... You know, typically, what what day is it? It's May thirty first. Your team's probably like twenty three games over five hundred. Um, how much? How much confidence do you not have in this superb Dodgers team? They're not as superb as what they were from the last. Couple Jesus of years. fucking Christ. They're not. They're 34 and 23. They're tied for first against the Diamondbacks. The, the San Francisco Giants, I think, are like five games back. Do you know the? I, do you know my favorite team is 12 and 45? Yeah, I do know that. It's so sad. 46. Don't give me sorrow. Keep talking about your fucking team. So my thing with the team is like I don't. There's I don't have high expectations like I did the last couple of years. They're gonna get in the playoffs, Shaheen. They're probably gonna win. They're gonna probably win the You just said game. you just you just said my name like white girls say my name. They're gonna, they're gonna probably win the division, division. Um, again, and I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I I I I, I it happens to every fucking year. Like, what is your what is your stop fucking texting me? Um, what is your um relationship with? the COVID-19 pandemic knowing it brought such sorrow to um, not only the the nation but Earth 666 as a whole Marvel reference um, but for you personally brought you in hindsight the greatest moments of your post Kobe Lifetime, when it comes to sports, obviously you know you got you you have you've got a couple dogs now. Um, you're allegedly a house owner, I think. Uh, we're we're not gonna get into that, but um, allegedly. So there's been highlights in your life, um, but where do you look back on that? And what are your thoughts on when? And what are your thoughts on inflation? 
the COVID nineteen pandemic did bring two championships uh, <laughs> to us. Um, the Kobe Bryant situation was pretty tough. I think it's still a shock to everybody. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not. Ta- that was. I'm. I'm, t- I'm talking about like post Kobe. Uh, post Kobe Lakers, like post Kobe. Like he's playing after that Utah Jazz game where he scored sixty on his final night. I'm not trying to be insincere in talking about his actual life, which is, you know, but um, I'm talking about his your post. You haven't had much joy post Kobe scoring sixty against the Jazz. No. When it comes to your sports life. I think they would have won even outside the bubble, and that would have brought joy. Yeah. Um, they, the Lonzo ball trade, you know, does look pretty good now. See what happened to Lonzo. You know, I, you know, obviously look at Jason Tatum. You're like, oh, we kind of wish great I trade. Been a Laker. Great trade. You know, great draft pick. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, if it would have been a, a if we would have picked Jason Tatum, you know, I think we'd be in a different situation right now, but. You can't really predict how, how a player Yeah, can Jason Tatum would be great on the Pelicans right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, he could have been. He would have been on the Pelicans. The whole thing is like the Lonzo Ball trade looks pretty good. Um, LeBron coming to LA. I've said this before. It was. I don't need to hear. I don't need to hear more. I don't care about, dude. You know me, Kendrick's. You, know, you, know, you, know, you know. What do you want me to say? I want to know. How you look back on the fucking pandemic when it comes to sports, and then you're in thoughts on inflation. Do you want me to talk about sports, or do you want me to talk about the Lakers? Um, no, just like a general vibe check. Of how sports are post-pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Um, Alright, we're going to get past this. Alright, no, today I wanted to go... Shut up. Um, today I wanted to go buy a bagel, right? Okay. And uh, the cheapest bagel I could find. Now, I could go to Trader Joe's and buy six bagels and um, cream cheese for about $6, right? Organic, both. Mm-hmm. Crazy. But I'm talking about a snack, right? You know, you just sometimes want a snack. You're a busy guy, right? Yeah. You sometimes forget to eat, right? So, uh, <laughs> wait, what the fuck is the question? Um, give me a second. Sorry. I'm just, I need to gather. I haven't done this in a while, man. Um, I'm not being a good host, but it's okay. Nobody listens to this shit anymore. Fucking, <laughs> fucking pandemic. Um, so I went to go buy a bagel, right? But I went to four different spots. Why? Because I was bored. And I had a 20-minute, 20 27-minute 20 break. Um, and the cheapest bagel I could find with cream cheese was $4.50. And, you know, sometimes you want a snack. And back in the day, you could have went and gotten a bagel for how much you, How much do you think? Like $1.25 in 2007? So now if you want, say you want a bagel, say if you're really hungry, 
you want like a cookie and some coffee that's gonna that's gonna mark you down like 1275 um now i want to know as someone who's a, a full-fledged adult how um you know this is more of an observation than a question um what the fuck is that just is just is that just the price of eating now or is it you know or are you better buying the bagels and then you know instead of paying 12.75 you can go to like a cost effective place like mendocino farms or chipotle and getting food for 12.75 and then or you could buy the bagels and the meal from trader joe's and just save all your money your thoughts I mean, I think you're, yeah, the cost of eating and the cost of food has gone up, especially as, I know a lot of business owners that are kind of struggling because they're going to up their prices. Um, but why? I, I don't know why. I mean, I think. Like, I there's this Chinese food next to my house. Um, I don't go there because I'm not particularly fond of Americanized Chinese food, i.e. orange chicken, i.e. fried red things. Um, you know that beef they have that's fried and is red? You know what I'm talking about? You're like, oh, I get why people have stomach issues at young ages now. Um, you have that and a couple of Krispy Kreme donuts. Your, your, your body's like, what the fuck? What am I supposed to do with this? You know, um but in the past two weeks i've seen it go from 14 dollars to 18 dollars why i mean i think that it's the cost of living has gone up quite a bit and i think that before when i remember when i was growing up i remember that gold chain Saggy pants. Fucking over. Yeah, you can buy a gold pen. Almost, I think you gotta make a quarter million annually to kind of live comfortably. Then I'm fucked, man. I make, I don't make that much. Maybe I'm overreacting. I don't know, but it just seems like. On average, a lot of those that are successful are making that much minimum. I just think it's just everything is just so costly. What if you only ate, like, what if you, like, trained yourself? Uh, I was just... (laughs) Sorry, I was just going to make a morbid joke. Um, All right. So, um, can you explain... You know me. I'm not... I'm not... um, I prepared for this podcast, actually. And um, let me turn this thing down because I hear my thing popping a little bit. Okay, that's better. Um, I'm not, I don't really look at the news. I usually just read read pieces on um, Billboard magazine or uh, The Ringer. Um, I need you to explain two things to me. What in in seven words? Explain to me the debt ceiling crisis. No, 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 seven words. It's basically going to dictate what will happen to us in the future. All right, that sounds great. Um, Taylor Swift, 
who I'm a fan of. I know many songs. Um, not really keen. Not keen. Keen's not the right word. Not very versed in her personal life. Um, is now dating the lead singer of hit band from Manchester, England, the 1975. Probably the biggest band you've never heard of. Um, their lead singer, Maddie Healy, is now dating Taylor Swift. Um, your thoughts? Great band, right? I know. A great band, but I don't like really know that guy. They're saying he's kind of a piece of shit. Well, you know, fuck. But I like his tunes. <laughs> I have to say, the guy's got a pen. Do you know what that means? He's smoking a vape? No, no, no. He can write some serious lyrics. Oh. Like, you know, like, who's got a pen? Like, you know, like Papoose or someone like that. I think that's how you say his name, the New York rapper. Papoose. That guy's the man. Or the game. I love the game. Or Russ. Do you like Russ? You like Russ. Um, I don't know where the fuck this is going right now. Trump 2? Trump 2.5 just got released. All right, um... Do you think you're going to get... What iPhone do you have? iPhone 12. Congratulations, me too. What iPhone... When... What What do you... Why do you need a new one? Because they're releasing another one. And... Um, I don't really get it. Because, you know... <sighs> Hey Daniel, uh, do you know you know how people text nowadays? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't like texting people, especially people I don't really like. Um, now, but I do like te- like I like texting you. You know why? Because you don't fucking respond, so I don't have to keep on texting you. It's great. I'll text you something, no response. You might you might think that you're insulting me, but it's actually great. Um, I got a couple best friends from San Diego. I text them, but you know, like, you know, fucking fucking new people, right? Like, like people are like twenty one. Like I'm twenty five. I'm fucking old as shit, bro. Like I ba- I'm basically ninety. If you think about it, mm-hmm. times two fifty times two one hundred. Actually, I'm older. Um, these people, they just want to text all day. You use TikTok? Have you ever used TikTok? Um, you're running my TikTok right now. Um, I don't run anybody's TikTok. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, you know, I have never, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I've never been on the platform before. Um, the, the thing that doesn't, Basically, what what should scare me is one time in my sociology class and sociology of media in 2019 at the University of San Diego, um, University of California dash San Diego. I had a sociology teacher tell me you shouldn't use TikTok to about 2025 because by then I assume the algorithm that they use will be regulated in the United States. It is going to be dangerous to use that app because. It is an unregulated algorithm, which is nor not good or bad, but 
that you, I would just rather not use that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't really use social media anymore, but that's fine. Okay, I'm not going to use that. But the thing, the real reason I don't use it is that it doesn't end. Do you know if you use Instagram for a while, it's like, hey, man, you looked at all the posts. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? TikTok is I from what I see at these fucking TikTokers at work they they just go they just never ending videos. It's like it's like an article about Bob Myers who just left the Warriors that would never end. Why would I want to watch that? Um, I don't really have a question. Um, what are your uh, give me your thought? What do you what are you thinking about? What do you think about me? What What are your thoughts? Do you think I have what it what it takes? I, 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 I think. <laughs> really, honestly, I don't know what the fuck you're doing and where what direction you want to go, but I feel like you're on the right path. Thank you. Um. I once had two separate people tell me one time when I was 11th grade, 17 years old, this girl in my class once told me, she's like, I think you're a genius, but I don't know why. And then I had a teacher when I was 20 be like, why are you taking chemistry? you're not that smart when it comes to chemistry but you should take every single writing course ever because i think you're a genius um so two separate genius things now am i am i like um what is the sports analogy what is the sports am i like kyrie irving where i'm living off that shot in the 2017 2016 finals where i'm still just like oh man i deserve this contract or am I, or am I, um, Caleb Martin, who's just, who's, who, who fucking scrapped at every single moment. And I was gonna, at uh, one day, gonna fucking make it in the NBA finals. And that's coming next in life. Um, so, um, as many longtime listeners know, you can go back into the archives and look up. I think we had an episode about you becoming a realtor. Um, I think it was how to be an adult or something. There was a one. P- <laughs> there was a one part series, <laughs> which is kind of the the um, which is kind of how this podcast has went. I'm gonna be honest. Post twenty twenty one part series is but um like i don't know if i'm gonna do another podcast in june 2023 fuck uh it's 2023 so oh my god maybe 2024 i'll release the next episode but um i forgot my train of thought (laughs) oh realtor um do with the impending um market crisis what is what it the what why are people 
because I, you know, I walk around town, you know, and I hear a lot of people talking about like money crises, crisi, crisy, crises. Obviously, I know how to say the name. I'm just playing it up. <laughs> Went to school. Um, people talk about how money's going to be fucked. Um, what does that mean for people buying houses? Because even though I think this would interest this topic would interest zero people in the world, um, I'm actually interested because if people people have money still, right? What does that mean? So whenever, when COVID hit, the interest rates were about 2 to 3%. Okay. Now the interest rates are um, basically above 6%. Jesus fucking Christ. It's going to go down, but it's like the new norm. And these rates are like, compared to people that bought in the 90s, you know, significantly less. Um... I think it's we're very news oriented, but the ones that are actively looking, you know, they have the funds, they have the affordability, but at the they're, end of the day, it is they're fucking loaded easy. like you. <laughs> Not loaded like me, but at the end of the day, I know who could be loaded like you. You're fucking no, 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 so, fucking um, dunks. He's got dunks. No. Um, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. The thing with me is that, that I see, I think it's just, you know, those that are actively looking, there's a huge commitment to, I mean, you're going to, you're, you're putting about, you know, on average, the houses are, let's say a million five and you're putting about um, 20% down. So that's 300,000 up front. And, you know, it's a lump sum change to put up and then you're putting your payments are going to be about at this rate, 8,000 a month to nine thousand a month jesus fuck so, i really think that you need to is that that much money it is, it's a lot of money but from, from it's a lot of money but from you know the perspective is i think it's not it's the it's the norm but it is it is tough for like a first time you know buyer to kind of enter this market you got to be making you know quite a quite a bit of change you know hunk of change to be able to get in and typically it's like dual income uh, but why why do people why do people buy like what do people i was just gonna ask a question that i i i probably maybe this will be more of a psychology question do you ever find that people are trying to buy houses that they can't afford no because They look at your debt to income ratio. They make sure you can even afford it. Um, okay. They look at you know how much you have in the bank and. Uh, that seems obvious. Lender. I yeah, that and seems good, obvious. Good lenders aren't gonna throw like hey you can afford a three million dollar home when you don't have uh, when you only have like a hundred k in the bank. So they do look at everything and kind of give you that pre qualification letter. Dude, but if I had a hundred k in the bank, I'd fucking buy like. Do I buy? There's just there's this uh, Paul Younger card who used to be a Los Angeles Rams player in the fifties. It's like twenty nine dollars. I would buy that tomorrow if I had a hundred K in the bank. 
I think it's PSA 8. I mean, honestly, I think... You know, it's... Like, right now, you know, as an agent, and you're living commission only, right? And when you don't have stuff in contract, you don't have, like, an hourly wage on the side. But I kind of, like look at those that are buying and I'm not I'm not a pushy agent and nor is the team that I'm on nobody on the team is pretty pushy we're very understanding in terms of you know what the financial commitment and what they're getting themselves into we're more like an advisor I think a lot of realtors a lot of people have a misconception of how realtors are but they're all about the money and the commission um yeah, I selling mean, selling sunset season four just came out. They're fucking. Yeah, it's, it feels like it's more ruthless down in Southern California, uh, but it is a bit. I think, like for example, there. Sorry. I think there's going to be a lot of agents that are not going to be in the business anymore, and those are the agents that are went through COVID. They call them the COVID agents, just because when the rates were so low there was such a competitiveness in the market that anybody was buying because you know of how cheap the rates were and the monthly payments were going to be on price points that are were higher at that time so i think there's going to be a lot of agents that are no longer in the business um, after end of this year early next year because like this is the what you're seeing right now with rates is kind of like the new norm um so i think in general just really it just like I said, there are agents that are so pushy. We try not to be. We're not. We want to what's best for the client. Well, you're a fucking. You're a. You're people have seen your people. The people have seen your Zillow ratings. Um, yeah, I'll link them. I'll link them in the comments below. I've talked to clients out on buying a home. I feel like I'm cutting this. I'm I'm fucking cutting this out of the podcast. Um, all right, we're back the back the the last 20 seconds were a little too much information about a real estate thing um yeah that just seems like um it seems like cake um a little 360 right here maybe even a 540 can you believe the fucking padres are under 500 Let's say this, you know, when you can't really grab just a bunch of talented guys like a Tatis. But Daniel, um, their their rosters, it's their pitching staff, I think, right? The pitching staff is pretty bad, yeah. I am 20. All right, let's see. The Padres order. Like, they lost today again. They're 25 and 30. And it's not like they're, they're running out like crazy people. Oh man, they gave up two in the ninth. It's not like they're running out like fucking what the A's are running out. They're they're um. You have Hassan Kim, Tatis, Juan Soto, Xander Bogarts, Dixon, Cronenworth, Trent Grisham, Nelson Cruz, Gary Sanchez, and Manny Machado. Like what what? the fuck else do you want <laughs> <laughs> seems like a lot of players yeah I don't know um, 
think it's more the pitching staff. Um, it's so early. It's so, It's just so early to talk about baseball. It's only like fifty-seven. Yeah, games. dude. Fucking what? Fuck baseball, man. Um, your team's like a f- hundred games over a five hundred, and you're like fucking stole Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman for nothing. It's like getting. It's like literally getting like Giannis and Curry, just for like fucking <laughs> contracts. And then you have this other kid. Who's the who's the who's the dashing looking guy? Um, the rookie. I don't know. Guy, yeah. And then in the playoffs, he's gonna have a moment, and you're gonna be like, "Oh fuck this guy! Where did he come from?" And you don't even watch the games. It's because it's because you know what's gonna happen. They're fucking. They're just gonna lose. <laughs> They're just going to lose again. Dude, Mookie Betts hit two home runs today. It's fucking ridiculous. They lost 10 to 6. How does that make you feel? It's so fucking early. It's... Do you still not like their coach? What's his name? Dave Roberts? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, his, his main thing is when he gets to the playoffs, he does not manage his bullpen. James Outman, that's the guy. He is batting two thirty four with nine home runs. Oh my god, I keep on hitting this fucking microphone. Um, Dodgers rookie James Outman, not worried about prolonged slump. How does that make you feel? I'll take your questions off air. Boom. You guys have Noah Syndergaard. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Sorry. Um. So, the um. Overall question is, um, what is life? Just kidding. Who gives a fuck? Um, sorry, I'm looking at I'm looking at career whip for one of your pitchers, dude. Clayton Kershaw is so fucking good. Um, underrated. Clayton Kershaw's career, just a gem to watch every night, and people give him shit. It's like, what the fuck? You're watching a god pitch. It's like him and Koufax. Um, yeah. Well, so, uh, how do you feel now that this, now that I, um, have full control over my IP address for my podcast, my RSS feed? I'm very happy for you. Thank you, and, uh, good night.